0: Hello, and welcome to First Importance, the preaching and teaching ministries of First Baptist Church, West Memphis, Arkansas. Our prayer today is that you will be blessed and encouraged by the message to come. If you have your Bibles, please join me in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. We are continuing our study together on how to pray. As we do that, I have a special prayer request uh, that has just come to my attention just a couple of hours before our service this evening. You all know uh, Brother Gary Hutch, uh, or Brother, yes, Brother Gary Hutchbeth. Uh, we love Brother Gary and Miss Gale at this church. Uh, longtime members here today, Brother Gary. Uh, went to have some tests done on his heart. They decided at the hospital to keep him, and they're going to wind up this Monday having a pretty extensive, Uh, open heart surgery It's it's going to be a quadruple bypass and so i promised him that we would pray for him and if he and his family is watching online right now i want him to hear and to know that we're praying for him together here at the very beginning of our service so would you bow your heads and close your eyes and join me for just a moment as we pray for our dear brother Father in heaven we thank you for your love for us and as we gather here tonight there's only one name we desire to see lifted up there's only one name we desire to see glorified that is your name and at the end of our service tonight at the end of our time of the studying of your word we're going to devote a, a whole lot of time together just in prayer but here at the very beginning we just we want to highlight one name that's just come to our hearts in this situation that's I know very serious. We want to highlight Brother Gary and Miss Gail Hudspeth. Lord, I ask, Father, that right now you'd reach down and touch him, bring healing to him. Lord, that you'd just bring strength to his family. and Lord, that you'd give the doctors, nurses, and technicians who surround him, give them wisdom concerning him. Lord, we pray that it would be a good surgery. Lord, we pray that it would have its intended effect. And Lord, that you would just bless him and his family right now. There's so many other names that we are going to address at the end of this service together. But Right now, we want to bring this urgent matter to your attention, Lord. We know that you know about it. But Lord, we put it in your hands. And we ask you to take care of our brother and our sister in Christ. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me give you a few announcements as you're making your way to Matthew chapter 6. Uh, everyone knows that this past weekend we had to postpone cross-training. Uh, the new date for that will be uh, February 19th uh, and 20th. Uh, that'll actually just be on that Saturday, 2 o'clock registration in the Family Life Center. We want to encourage you, if you know any students, uh, you want to you wanna get them to be here for that. It's going to be a great time uh, with the youth together learning about the Lord and gathering in His name. This past Monday, we had our first Manly Monday. Men, if you were there, raise your hand. Several of our men were there, I believe. Uh, God really blessed us the other evening, and so thank you for showing up. We had a great crowd and just a great, sweet spirit uh, last uh this last Monday. And speaking of men's and women's ministries, our ladies are having their together uh a Bible study this coming Monday at six PM in this room. So ladies, you want to be here for that. We are now in Matthew chapter six, approaching verse eleven. Eleven is our study for tonight, but Let me give you just uh, some background. Perhaps you've forgotten what we've talked about, but we are learning from Jesus how to pray. There are a lot of great people to learn from. Uh, A lot of the authors that I read have been dead and gone for many years. Right now I'm reading a book about the Puritans and reading some of the insight into into the Scripture that, that many of them had. As a matter of fact, I've got three books up here uh, by dan ortland called gentle and lowly and if any of you want i'll give you three of these books if you promise me that you will read it i don't want this to just uh, go on your coffee table if you promise me you'll read this the first three people after the service this evening uh, it's, it's absolutely free just a gift for me to you because uh, it's been such a great book but It's good to learn from these people, but when it comes to prayer, we can go to the Master. Isn't that right? We can go to the Source. While others speculate how the world began and run all types of tests and look out into space, we can look down into God's Word and say that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. While everyone wonders how this world may come to an end and what the fate of humanity is, we can look to his word. We can look to the Bible and we can be for sure that there's coming a day when Jesus will return and take us to himself. There's coming a day when he will come and judge this world and judge the sin of this world. And he will do away with this world and will create a new heavens and a new earth. We can go straight to the source, and so when we learn to pray, you don't have to go online and find special people who are qualified. There's no one more qualified to teach us to pray than Jesus. And here he gives us the model prayer. If you've been following along in our lessons together, first we looked at how not to pray. That's how Jesus begins in Matthew chapter six in verses five through eight. Namely, he teaches us not to pray insincerely. That our prayers just shouldn't be uh, traditional words that we just spout out. The Lord's, this model prayer is not meant to be something to recite just blankly. If we recite this prayer, it should be with depth. Because He teaches us at the very beginning to not pray insincerely. God wants us to come to Him sincerely. It makes me think of my children uh, when they start to pester one another, they always seem to really do it while I'm driving. Have y'all noticed that? <laughs> always seem to really pester one another. I'm I'm on the phone with perhaps a church member and saying, "Oh, I, I'm so sorry. Let me. I want to pray for you today." And in the background, it's "Stop it! Don't touch me, Bell. Touch me. Love. You want to reach back there? So I'll say, fine." If you're going to act like this, when we get home, Daddy is going to have to spank you for acting like this. You better be on your best behavior. And then the kids will look at one another and say, and this is, I don't know why they think that this is the thing that's going to change my mind. Bo, Belle will say, you're handsome, Bo. (laughs) And Bo will say, you're pretty, Belle. And I'll say, that's fine, but you're supposed to get in a whooping when we get home. Because you're screaming while I'm on the phone with Sister So-and-So. It's not really sincere. It's forced. Prayer should not be insincere. Prayer should have your heart moving along with it. Not just your lips. But prayer should proceed from the heart. And Jesus teaches us not to pray insincerely. He teaches that in verses 5-8. through We don't do it for the praise from others. We don't do it for the praise of self. Next, we looked as Jesus began to teach us how to pray. We looked at the beginnings, praising like this, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. As we looked at that together, one of, the, one of the things we need to remember as we begin to pray is that we need to begin the way that Jesus taught us. Jesus' prayer begins intimately. It begins reverently. We come before our Father who is in heaven. Think about that for just a moment. Remember where you and I were before we came to know him. We weren't his children. We were children of his enemy. We were children of the devil. We did not seek after him. He sought after us. While we were enemies of the cross, Christ died for us. He has adopted us into his family. We are now children of the king. We can cry out, Abba, Father. We are co-heirs with Jesus, the scripture says. So we can come to him intimately and call upon him as father. But we also do so reverently. Those seem to be on the... Opposite ends of the spectrum. Perhaps in our older years we become a little more reserved. Uh, Our maturity has made us shed perhaps some emotion. And we approach the Lord just reverently. And we forget what it was like in the infancy of our following Him. What it was like to pray intimately. And so many people may come and say something boldly to the Lord and may sound, even at a young age, to seem very passionate, and yet they don't approach Him reverently. Here Jesus teaches us, our Father, intimately, reverently, who is in heaven, reverently, hallowed be your name. So that is worshipfully. That's how we begin prayer. We continue with priorities. Priorities. In the middle of January, we looked at Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. He continues, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. It's very, very important that we as believers, if we're the people of prayer, we're to pray correctly. We don't begin with, My will be done. We, co- we begin with, Your will be done. It's not something we tag on the end of our prayers to undo everything that we just said. But at the very beginning of our prayer... We should be like Jesus, who began by saying, Lord, your kingdom come. Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Last week, we looked at how to pray for our physical needs. Isn't it good that God cares about your physical needs? Little children, little sheep, God cares about your physical needs. He knows what you need before you know it. And He is ready to meet those needs. He wants to take care of you. We are the sheep of His pasture. He goes before us and He leads us. We're not to worry about tomorrow or what tomorrow has to hold. God, uh, we we should not worry because we look at at the lilies of the field. They don't clothe themselves. It's God who's clothed them. The birds don't worry about the food. It's God who takes care of it. Not one of the birds fall from the sky without God knowing about it. We can go to Him with our physical needs and say, Lord, I need you to provide it. We looked at that last week together. And now this week, I want us to see how to pray for our spiritual needs. For the sake of seeing it all. Uh, For the sake of not missing the forest for the tree, let's read through the whole prayer together. uh, Just one time together. Verse 9. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven those. Or excuse me, as we also have forgiven our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's pray once more. Father, as we come before your word tonight, speak to your people and speak through me, this very weak vessel. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you for joining us for this episode of First Importance. We invite you to check out our other sermons on this podcast and to join us in person on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m., as well as streaming live on Sunday mornings at 10.45. We hope to see you soon at First Baptist West Memphis, where we love God, care for one another, and share the gospel.